Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Welcome back to The Dwell Podcast, everyone. This is your host, Natalie Abbott, and today I got my sister Vera. What up, what up, what up? How you doing, V? <laughs> I'm good. I'm real good. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so we are going to drop our next verse right now for the month of May. It is such a good verse. It is one of my favorite verses. It's one of the first verses I ever memorized in the Bible, like when I was a little baby new Christian. So <laughs> I can't it. wait. It's Romans 12, 2. It says... Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. It's so good. (laughs) She has to say that every time. It's it's written in our contract. That's right. (laughs) So good. I just looked at her like, are you going to say it? Yeah, you're going to say it. Okay. Okay. (sighs) Uh, It is so good, though. Like, there's so much in it. Anyway, today, I just want to, we're going to talk about that, that God's will component. Um, Because later in the month, Crystal Payne is going to be with us. And she's going to be talking a lot about transformation. But one thing that we didn't really touch on a whole lot um, for the month of May is God's will. So we're going to hop all the way to the end of this verse at the beginning. And that's okay. (laughs) Go for it. Let's go. So I'm going to read a little something. This is from the back of um, our members card that they get in the mail. But I just, we were talking about it this morning and I just was like, I'm just going to read that because that's, that was, who wrote that? That was pretty good. She (laughs) She must be so talented. talented. She's smart or something. Somebody, (laughs) somebody was smart wrote that. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, it says, our lives should be different, set apart, unique, meaningful. When we are walking in God's good, pleasing, and perfect will, our lives are just that. But how do we get there? How do we transform our lives? By daily renewing our minds in God's word, realigning our priorities, redeeming our perspectives, and restoring our souls. It isn't grand or lofty, just ordinary obedience Obedience that results in a beautiful, extraordinary, purposeful life. That's good. Ordinary obedience. That's the thing that sticks out to me. Mm-hmm. When we are doing our day in, day out, spending time in, in God's word, it results in a beautiful, extraordinary, purposeful life. Like it doesn't look like you think that in order to have a, a purposeful life, you're going to have to do all these grand and lofty things. But in reality, it's just connecting with the God of the universe every day and allowing him to transform us and renew us. Totally. It's like the most important habit to have, and it's the easiest and most likely to fall to the wayside. To get up and put your nose in that book for just a few minutes and say a prayer and align your day. It's like, I don't know how many times I'm like, oh, what is my deal today? I'm so anxious or oh, I'm so negative or whatever. And then I'm like, I didn't even line up. And like every time I go back to the word, like let's say it's the middle of the day after I've been kind of a turd for a little bit. (laughs) And I go back and I read the Bible and he speaks to me. And when I'm going there, I'm like, like this, like 
I almost am skeptical if it's going to like punch into my life in that moment. Why do we always got to be like that every single time? I'm like, this doesn't, it's not going to have something for me today, you know? (laughs) And then it does. Surprise. Every time I'm like, ah, I needed to read that. I feel like totally back, like into the center. Preach lady girl. So here is a question for us because I want to get to this bigger idea of God's will, right? So like, that's kind of like the mini picture of God's will of like every day, like how are we aligning our lives with God's will? But is there, has, has there been a time in your life when you were trying to figure out what God's will was and what conclusions did you make? How did you get there? How did you figure that out? So if God's will is good and pleasing and perfect and we know it and we want to be in the middle of it and we've got this hard thing and we're trying to figure out, like, do I go this way or do I go that way? How do you get to that place where you're like, especially if you're looking at two equally good things, right? Like this one ain't evil and this one ain't evil, but they're both good. Which is the one that you want me to step into, Lord? Man, that's a hard question. Um, And every time I'm faced with something where I'm trying to discern God's will, I'm like, ah, here we are again. Are you going to show <laughs> up again? Um, uh, and so I think, but it also excites me too. Like when I'm coming up against a decision, I have this kind of, if he's if he did it before, he's going to do it again. Like he's going right. to show me his way. And so there's a confidence when you've walked with God for a little bit where it's like, I can look back and I can point back to, I remember when I felt like, how am I ever going to know what to do here? And then God showed me his way. I feel like when I'm, when I'm trying to discern his will, um, it's scary, but it's exciting. And it really does for me come back to two, two things really. One is being in the word and trusting that he's going to show me a way. And two is inviting other people in to the discernment process. So asking other people to, Hey, pray for me. I'm trying to figure out what God's will is on this. Like if you're talking to the Lord and he's telling you something for me, you better be telling me too. So I think that's my big thing is like surrounding myself with scripture and surrounding myself with others who are willing to pray also with me. Hmm. Yeah, I do think you're right. I think that that is very similar to my own experience of like, I need to be in the word and I need to be saturating myself in the word and and saturating myself in in the situation in prayer, but also being in um, relationship with other people who have a different perspective, who who are outside of my situation, who can speak into that people who also love Jesus, who also are praying for me, who also know my situation and, and can, like you said, speak into it and, and bring insights that maybe I'm not seeing. Mm-hmm. Totally. Okay. So now's the question where the rubber meets the road. Like we're talking about how do you do that? You do it in the word, you do it in prayer, you do it in community, you make to make that decision, you know, mm-hmm. of, what is it that God has for you? Um, where is he calling you to go? What is he asking you to do? Um, have you ever, like, what, can you give us a practical example, Vera? Sure. So my husband, Matt, and I lived in Indiana after we graduated college. And 
our, all of our family, most of our family lived in Missouri or in Illinois. Um, and we, once we had kids, um, I had always had this hope in my, in my chest that, you know, that we would be close enough to family that our kids would really know their aunts and uncles and their cousins and their grandparents and that kind of thing. And, um, Matt was pretty, pretty firm that, you know, because of his type of work, um, he was like, you know, I'm not going to build my practice in one place and then try to rip it up and build it in another. That's really difficult. And so, um, it was pretty much something that I had to lay down and say, okay, you know what? I'm just going to put this desire down. Mm. If this is where God has us, I'm just going to root down here. I'm going to build community here. And we were in it for the long haul. Mm. Um, and this was bo- even before we had kids, we had had that conversation. He was like, we're not going to do this, build this business twice. Um, and so I kind of let go of it. And then, then we had our, got, uh, adopted our son and it was, it, it flared back up. This desire flared back up. And I, I kind of left it to Matt and I told God, I'm like, listen, if this is ever going to happen, it has, it has to come from Matt because I don't want to be the person who's driving a bus that is on my road. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so long story short, one day Matt came home and he was like, I think we need to move. Ah! And it was, it was like, he had, he had made that choice, um, had been feeling that, had been praying about it, feeling like maybe we need to move. And he came home and was like, I think we need to move. He's like, let me just open some doors and see what happens. Well, he goes and he opens up a bunch of doors, which I think is a really good piece of knowing God's will too. It's like, we can't just sit on our bottoms and pray and hope God drops a sign in. He does do that sometimes, but we also have to like put our shoes on and, and go open some doors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, if you need a, if you're looking for a job and you never go to an interview, like how, God's not just going to plop one in your lap. He does do that sometimes, but like go to the interviews, you know? So anyway, <laughs> he's like, I'm going to go open these doors. So he opens all these doors and they all shut. It was like a big fat no. It's like, no, 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 no. And we were like, okay, that must be what the Lord wants. We're going to root down here. So we started looking for houses, talking about, well, maybe we would move here or there or closer to our friends that live in this neighborhood. And two days later, it was like a call happened. Can you be here on Tuesday? We FaceTimed, bought a house over FaceTime that wasn't even on the market (laughs) yet. It was just like this insane series of events that like the door was totally shut. We said, okay, God, that's your will. And then he was like, nope, I'm just going to part, part the sea and make it all happen like so fast. Um, and so I think that was just a really good lesson for me to learn that our desires are real and it's okay to tell God, I really want this thing. And mm-hmm. it's also okay to lay it down and say, I'm, I'm going to choose what you want. And he's going to be faithful for what's best for us. Like he's got that zoomed out view on our life. And if we ask him and we are walking and listening, he will make his will clear. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and there are times too that 
like like in your story where everything happens so fast there are also times when everything happens so slow yeah you think like hey god are you even hearing me here yeah i mean like i can think of times in my life where it felt torturously slow yeah waiting on god's timing and just trying to discern like am i wrong here i'm feeling this way i'm feeling this sense of irresolution of conflict of um like something something feels like it should change but i don't know what it is um and just kind of sitting in that unrest can be really hard um because i i have done that before where mm-hmm. there's a long period of time and you just kind of don't know what the next thing is for a while and so i just want to encourage people that you know it doesn't always happen that you, get, so you get an answer in two days <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I remember at one point when that was happening that you shared with me at that time, you were like, I just feel like God always works that way when he shows me his will. And I'm like, girl, you are lucky (laughs) because I have had to sit in that uncomfortable place of feeling like something is going to change for a while Mm. um, and not getting an answer for a while. That's so Um, true. Yeah. That's so true. My question to you, Natalie, is what happens when God's will is different than what you're asking for? Mm. Mm -hmm. How do you wrestle with God's pleasing and perfect will being something that's hard? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of my own life and situations that I've had where I felt like, okay, here's a good one. Um, Well, there you go. Um, No, when we were living in Missouri near family, um, we lived there for two years and then my husband went to seminary and then we came back and we served at a church for nine years. So I had had four of my five babies there. I was pregnant. And um, even before I became pregnant, actually, my husband was like, you know, he was an associate pastor. He's like, I just feel like I need to be thinking about you know, maybe becoming a senior pastor. And and the church was very affirming and like, yes, and it was time and it was a good, good transition. But in my mind, I'm thinking like St. Louis, Kansas City, maybe. And as time went on and on, none of those close by things were panning out. And I got to this place where I was like, Lord, I do not want to move far. And then my husband got this call from a church in Pennsylvania. And I mean, the minute he got off the phone, he was like, these are our people. I just know it. And I had this like sinking feeling of like, no, these are not our people. (laughs) They are not our people. Um, That, you know, Pennsylvania in my mind was this black rectangle that I'd never been to. I'm like, I know it's one of the big states over there. And so we started having conversations with them and praying about it. And we went um, for a visit and I, it was not, there was no sense of pressure from my husband. He was like, Natalie, if this isn't, if this is too far for you, if this isn't God's will for us, like you just need to work it out. And we had two weeks to get back to them. And you better believe I took every single day of the full two weeks to be like praying about it. And, you know, I went on these prayer walks and just like asking people to be praying for me and just really trying to discern what God's will was. And um, 
it was super hard because I, on one of those prayer walks, it was on the last day, like I needed to give an answer. It's true. It's true. I was on this walk and I used to walk this nature center by our house. And there was, I went, I was just like weeping about it because I was so distraught. I was like, I just don't want to leave. And I, I, and there was a big part of me that sensed that this was God's will, but I needed him to like really affirm it for me. And so I had sat down on this bench and I'm like bawling my eyes out. And thankfully it was not a really well populated nature preserve. So it was just me. Um, but I was sitting across the street, uh, across the path from this um, burned, totally burned field. And I remember just being in my anger and my frustration and my like feeling like God was asking me to do something I didn't want to do. I looked at that field and I was like, that's me, Lord. Like, that's what you're asking me to do. It's to just burn all the things that we've built here and to start over. And I don't want to. And as I was looking at that field, I'm sorry, I'm going to cry a little bit. Okay. You can cry. <laughs> um, I realized that it was burned into a very, like there was a very clear straight line around the edge of it. That it had been burned intentionally and that there was a purpose for it. And the purpose was that there would be new life. And at that moment, I was like, okay, God, okay. Like, if this is what you're asking me to do, then I'll go. And, and I will trust that you will bring new life. And you know what? He did. It was so beautiful. Like, when we left Pennsylvania, my part of my heart is in Pennsylvania now, you know, because he did. He provided such a beautiful growth in our, in our marriage and in our lives. And we have such great friends. We, I mean, just this last weekend, a, fr a family that we're good friends with came and visited us here in Chicago. You know, like the, we have lifelong relationships that I treasure. And, you know, I bawled my eyes out when we left Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, sometimes God asks you to do something uh, that is hard, but I, I can affirm with my whole heart that even when you feel like, oh God, this isn't what I want to do. If you trust him, if you walk in his will, it is good. It is pleasing and it is perfect. And he has beautiful things for you in that. So mm -hmm. that's good stuff, man. You know, it's good when I start crying. It is good. <laughs> and to something that like, even just thinking about you sharing about sitting on that bench and being distraught, something you said to me a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about this topic um you said you know god is big enough to hold all of your anger your doubt your fear your frustration like the very place that we sometimes think we shouldn't go with mm. all of those things is where we should go like god is big enough to hear our complaint <laughs> <laughs> um and our weeping and our anger mm. and mm -hmm. um in those times of waiting and in times of suffering and in times of what you want the will to be and what the will is like, those are really scary times. That's where we should go. There's right. he, he, he is not stopped by our pain and our frustration. No, he's not. And he, he is generous and kind and compassionate. Like he didn't have to show me that. You know, I, I, I think I still would have gone, even if he hadn't, I would have just been like, my husband feels like this was the right place. The people in my life are saying this is the right move for us. You know, everything about this feels right. And I felt it in my own heart, 
but for him to to give me that sort of beautiful imagery would you know and I love beautiful imagery it just was it just spoke deeply to me that like no god my god loves me and he has goodness in this for me and so I'm going to trust him and I'll walk in that and then he proved himself to be faithful in it mm -hmm. he always does so even when my will doesn't align with his will when I submit to his will when I put myself under his will it is always for my good and it's always for his glory mm -mm -mm. Amen. <laughs> All right. So we're about out of time here. Actually, we're probably past time here. But that's some good stories. Yes. Moving, man. Uh, yeah. I'm excited this month. We're going to be talking more and more about God's will and about being transformed. And, and, and really that, that idea of bringing ourselves in alignment with who he is and what he has for our lives. So it is painful. It can be painful, but it is always good. So keep on joining us. We'll be back here this uh, next week with Crystal Payne talking about this same verse. Uh, and thanks for joining me, Vera. Yeah, always. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.